Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Hey, blues fans. I like to consider myself a friend of the show. This is TSN analyst and former blues netminder Jamie McLennan. And here's Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio. Have you lost weight only to gain it right back after returning to your routine? Did your diet work for someone else but not you? Rockin' That ID Life helps you understand your genetic makeup to find a lifestyle that fits your needs. Together, you and RockinThatIDLife.com can focus on your health and meet your goals today. That's RockinThatIDLife.com. Centerize Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit CenterizeBrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Center Ice Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go Blues! Get ready to hear some noise tonight! You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio! Let's have a Donnybrook! Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Oglethorpe? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 10, Episode 11 of Let's Go Blues Radio, where the often imitated, never duplicated, uh, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Special thanks to rockin'thatidealife.com and centerizebrewery.com for proudly sponsoring the show. Please check them out. It's Wednesday, November 24th, the day before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. Everyone, we're broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. This is franchise episode number 329 all the time. To interact with the show, we're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just do a search for us, you will find us. I'm Kurt Price, and my co-hosts tonight for the big show are Jeff Ponder and Bill Day. And tonight we're talking the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, Hockey Club versus the Detroit Red Wings Hockey Club and the uh, failure of the Blues to beat the Wings in Detroit tonight, 3-2. to two. So we'll... <laughs> we'll talk about that uh, in, a, in, a, in a bit. A uh, couple announcements. Uh, we uh, well, we played the Ponder Cup last uh, on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, Jeff, that was uh, it was it was quite the tournament. Yes, and and Bill made it out and was able to watch both of us uh, play our A games because uh, that's all Kurt and I know how to do. <laughs> um, and uh, real quick before we get into it, I just want to say. Uh, a big thank you to Diane, listener Diane. Yes, guys, we have a female that listens to the show. Um, how about that? Uh, she donated blues tickets uh, for the Ponder Cup. I was able to go meet her last week uh, before the, the the tournament and picked up her tickets. They're season tickets and very nice seats. I think 28 rows off the ice. Uh, it's a Friday night against Buffalo, I think, in January. So, uh, somebody was very happy when they won those. So thank you very much, Diane, for that. Diane is but, a female, uh, you say, huh? She's a female. A female. A so female. Yeah. We will. We will have to adjust our marketing strategy. Yeah. If, <laughs> yes. if there are females listening to the show, 
Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> and that goes into a conversation me and her had, which I don't know. I got I guess I'll I could probably tell it real quick. So she told me she was real nice. We talked about the blues for a while. This was right after the the blues and sharks game. So, you know, blues had a, a very nice night that night. Um, and this was the next day. So I'm getting ready to leave, and she goes, hey, one more thing. And she's like, I feel really bad saying this. I know you guys make money Someone often. pulled a one more thing on you, huh? <laughs> yeah, she did. And uh, she goes, I just have to say, I am so excited that you guys don't have Manscaped as a sponsor anymore. <laughs> and I just gave her a weird look, and I was like, why? And she goes, it was really, uh, what's the word she used? Um, cringy. Cringy. Cringy to hear three guys sitting around talking about shaving themselves. <laughs> I go, I go, yeah. I was like, I think a lot of people enjoyed it, but I was like, I'll tell you right now, I know my mom would agree with you. So she was uh, probably happy too. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, they were a great sponsor. They were fun. I like. They them. were. They were they fantastic. Were, yeah. They were good to us too. So yeah, they were. Very much. I thought that was a pretty funny <clears throat> story. So uh, Diane, thank you again very much for, for, for listening and for donating tickets, but yeah. the Ponder Cup. So, Kurt, how'd your team do? Let's hear from you first. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, we didn't uh, we didn't do so well. Uh, team Paul uh, did not do well. Uh, friend we, of uh, the show, Dustin friend Paul. of the show, Dustin Paul. We we had uh, I I had fun. It was a good. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, I, I I did not get on the uh, score sheet, but uh, officially, well. But technically, I did. Um, I the 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 our last game, uh, our playoff game. Uh, I, I I did score our only goal that grazed off my my back, going to the goal. But I wasn't going to be that guy that said no no no. It grazed off of me barely. I, I, it's my goal. Oh, I I'll be that guy. No no no. no. I'm no, that guy every time. Guy until you get on your podcast and well, announce it to it, a larger audience. If you if you ask if you ask me how I did, I will tell you. Well, I scored one goal. I'm gonna say that, but I'm not going to like volunteer that information without being prompted. That's that's who was I'm, it the shot? Do you remember? I, I don't remember. It was a point shot. Uh, I was screening Frank, uh, and uh, and Frank even said it changed directions. I mean, I didn't hit it. So I mean. It did. It grazed off my back, and it and it beat him high glove. I don't know if he just stopped it anyway. It may have won it anyhow, so it wouldn't have mattered. But um, it barely well, nicked still, me. So. that's that's your goal. I'm gonna make Jason change it. Nah, I, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> hey, if it's a big enough deal to talk about it on the podcast, no, I just I, I, no no I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I I I mean I know I got I I know I got a goal. It's fine. I, whatever. It doesn't matter if it's on the book or not. I don't care. I just if people ask me, I will tell them. But you know. Well, I got a I got a goal myself, and it was against your team. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a nice goal. You, you did. Thank you. Everyone destroyed us almost. It was um. Don't don't don't. <laughs> you, you I don't. I don't really get it. I liked <laughs> I liked your guys' roster. Right. It's just and the same thing that happened to me last season. Last uh last Ponder Cup, I went zero and five, and it was just I liked my team. A lot of people liked my yeah. team, but sometimes I, we, the craziest shit just happens, and there's no gelling, and guys just can't win. I don't think we gelled really until the playoff game, um, and we played a really good playoff game, um, but we just didn't. We just couldn't win, and uh, couldn't. We we played. I thought we played uh, Ragsdale's team in the uh, in the playoff. I thought we played them pretty even. Uh, they just, they just, they just, they put in a, a few more goals than we did. Was it five to one or six to one? 
Um, yeah. And uh, and our goalie, I thought our goalie was good. There was stuff was just going in on him. It just wasn't. He just wasn't getting bounces. He just wasn't getting the breaks. And I don't know if he had an off night, but he. Uh, uh, I could tell he was good. He just. I'm he drawing a blank it. on who your goalie was. Do you remember a name? Oh, I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, um, it'll, it'll come to me. I'm sure yeah. if Dustin, if you're listening, throw it up in the chat there. He was the one um, wearing the white jersey and the white pads and white helmet. He was all white. But Oh, God. That was – oh, was that Yakel? That was Josh Yakel. Yes. Yes, yeah. that sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yakel's a pretty good goalie. He's solid. Yeah. He, no, I, I could tell. I give him a lot of trouble, but he's he's a good goalie. Yeah, you can tell um, by, look, look, by watching somebody play, even when they're not they're, – if they're losing, you can tell if they're a good goalie or not, really. Um, yep. But I, I could tell he was good. He just – it just wasn't working that game for that night for yep. us as a team, too. We didn't help him out much either. It, we didn't yep. gel. It, it just – I mean, we had well, some good players. We just didn't gel. As far as the Ponder Cup went, anybody interested on my team did, we finished third, uh, second in the round robin. So we got a first round bye in the playoffs, but uh, ended up losing to the same team Kurt lost to, uh, Team Ragsdale, who ended up going to the final and losing to Team Wolf. But uh, overall, the the tournament was great. Uh, it is, I don't have an exact amount yet. I'm still figuring out finances, but I will say that uh, I know for a fact Far beyond more money than we've ever raised before. Uh, people really giving this tournament. Uh, first of all, the raffle items were ridiculous. We had three blues games. We had three major jerseys, a LaFontaine, a Buchnevich, and an O'Reilly Winter Classic. Um, and just other, there's a lot of other great stuff in there too. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it, it just went really well. Everyone was really generous and giving the rink. Actually, uh, I want to give them a shout out. Midwest Sport Hockey, they gave us the rink for free. They are not charging us for it. That they want all the money to go to our friend Scott Kincaid, who's battling leukemia right now. So, I don't have the full amount yet, but I know it is. I don't want to speak too soon, but it's a lot more than um, than we've ever had. So, thank you everyone for coming out. Thank you to those who participated, and uh, yeah, big uh, big thank you to to everyone who, who uh, gave raffle items too. I know Dustin Paul had one in there as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks to everyone. I, we appreciate it. I know uh, my, my daughter, my, my son, uh, my 10 year old was there and he, he, for part of the tournament and he, he put all of his tickets, we gave him some tickets uh, for the raffle and he put all of them in the, the box to win, to try and win the, uh, the hot wheels, the box of 36 hot wheels cars. And yep. uh, that's, that's all he wanted. <laughs> and if you know my son at all, he's like, he's a one track mind. He's like, Nope, I want that. And that's it. I'm not going to spread these tickets <laughs> out. Everything's going in that box. That's what I want. That's it. So, uh, and he, and he, and his, his ticket was drawn. One of his tickets was drawn. So, uh, he was, he was so excited. <laughs> yep. I was, I was, well, and, uh, remind me, Kurt, there was a little incident on the rink between us. Wasn't there? There was uh, yeah, he took a cheap shot on me. <laughs> Uh, I did. I did. Gave you, gave you a little cup <laughs> cup check. Uh, yeah, you return, did. And I punched in the face in the handshake. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. After yeah, you guys I, smoked us, uh, was it seven nothing or? It was eight? six nothing. You beat we beat you eight nothing, but it was six nothing at the time that happened because yeah, right. I was, uh, Austin, was short Austin Lynch was was on another team, uh, listener of the show, and Austin was sitting on my bench next to me, and he goes, "Hey man, producer you gotta get of a the shot show, Kurt. <laughs> producer, yeah, producer, producer of the show." Um, he's like, you got to get a shot on Kurt. And I'm like, dude, we're already up. I think that point it was five, nothing. 
I and and our lines hadn't matched up yet, so I hadn't even seen you. Yeah, game I didn't yet. Yeah, yeah. I was I was facing the opposite line, and so with I had I literally think I had that one shift against you, and that was it. And so I'm like, scared of me. I, if I'm gonna do it, I gotta scared do it me. now. So I that's keep what it ponder was. away yeah. from Kurt. Keep ponder uh, away from you, Kurt. You uh, you ended up going closer to the boards, and I just came up from behind, and I just ran my shoulder into you and almost knocked you over. Typical, and uh, then, then, yeah, I got a, I got a nice little cup check from Kurt. But uh, <laughs> all in good fun. I hope you didn't yeah, no. take uh, no, take no, it's it it fine. It was fine. I, I, if, if I seen you coming, uh, uh, you may have gotten an elbow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would expect it. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. And, and again, we're going to do it again next November. So if you're hearing us talk and you're like, that sounds like fun to play in or attend. Every November, it's always the weekend before Thanksgiving. So and make you know sure what? you save that date on your calendar. Yeah, there are guys of all levels that that play in the tournament. Yeah. So if you're if you're new to roller hockey, I mean, there are guys out there that are fairly new, um, and there are guys who've been playing for you know decades. So it's uh, uh it's you don't don't feel like you don't belong out there. It's uh, there's you know it, there's a wide variety of of talent out there. So it's and everybody works their body in and. And uh, so it's it's a good time, right? Yep. And I'll I'll attest to that. I you know I didn't play, but um, you know watching that, you know part of me, I just I couldn't get over the hump and get in shape to play in it. Um, and part of me was like, <laughs> ah, you're just gonna get out there and get embarrassed, and you know. But there there are so many people of so many different levels that really you know it, it's you're not gonna be out of your depth. Uh, play you know whether it's your first time or you play every week you won't be out of your depth yeah i I had won't be too easy for you either i mean i i played uh i've played for decades but i hadn't played in two years um i hadn't played since the last ponder tournament uh well the one before last i guess or what two two or three ago 2019 whatever 2019 i think is the last time Uh, yeah and so i it had been a while. So, uh, and I, and I skated a few times and got out there and I was rusty as hell. <laughs> yep. I didn't, well, I mean, I, maybe, maybe that's our goal, Kurt, for the next year is to get motivate bill to where he'll be able to play next time. Hmm. I, bill, Bill's uh, leading towards the uh, ice uh, here, getting back into ice. So. Yeah. yeah, but we can get him on roller. If he's playing ice, he'd be comfortable on roller for one night, right? <laughs> it's yeah, a little different. I, I mean, I, I do I do have to uh, replace uh, a lot of the equipment. So, um, But if, if you can get me to replace the skates, I think that's the biggest first step. Hmm. All right, we'll do that. eBay, used pair, garage sale. Oh, around. go on uh, Sideline Swap. <laughs> that's very... a great site. What's up? sideline swap i've used them multiple times it's basically just uh it's just a trading of equipment site you send your equipment to one guy and you send him something else Hmm. or send him money and it's fantastic i've used it a couple times it's great you know i uh i I bought a pair of skates to wear outdoor okay so i wouldn't have to be switching wheels back and forth and uh i ended up looking for my uh, a pair of missions that I used to have, uh, Proto V's, I think they were, um, and th- they were I had them a long time ago. Went back when I was uh, like early college or late high school, something like that. And uh, I found a pair, pretty pretty new. This is, this is probably about five years ago. Um, and I put outdoor wheels on them, and that's why I use for outdoors. And uh, it's kind of like a throwback. I put those on. I'm like, oh, it's twenty years old, twenty old skates. I'm putting on now. That's nice. <laughs> They're good for outdoors. 
Uh, the official beers of episode number 329. You can follow each of us on the Untapped app. My handle is CPrice12. Jeff's is JPond94. And Bill's is Billy Blue Note 33. Uh, Jeff, I guess we'll. I guess we'll stick with this for a while. The Blues are. I, we, we, yeah, we, I was, yeah, was going to say we might want to start considering a change here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, one more week, and we'll see how it goes. We'll, okay. go, we'll give it one we'll give more. One more week. You go call. first. We if, know the right. outcome tonight, so we right. can we can stick with it for tonight. If the Blues don't yeah. don't do well this next week, maybe we'll switch it up. Yep. What you got? Uh, so mine tonight is the Schlafly Oktoberfest. Uh, I think I had this last week, but uh, just a good, smooth St. Louis beer. Love it. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill, what do you have, sir? I I have um, – I'm getting ready for Friday is what I'm doing. Um, oh, boy. Friday. Oh, Friday. I know what you got. Friday. Um, and I, the movie I or the day? Or... No, the this <laughs> Black Friday. Bourbon so the movie. Next Friday? Black so the movie. Friday. I have, next Friday. Yes, next Sorry. Friday. Um, <laughs> I have – Bourbon County, if I can get this in here. I have the 2020 regular Bourbon County stout for my uh, first beer of tonight. You said 2020? Uh, 2020, yeah. What's the oldest? I have, I have a whole bunch have? of 19s. What's up? The oldest one you ever 19? What's the uh, oldest, what's oldest the oldest one I have is, uh, is uh, 13. 13? Oh, that's, wow. Yeah. Nice. It's old now, Bill. It's, too, it's past. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <When are you? laughs> we'll see. Um, I was 12 yeah, years old still, in 2013. Wow. <laughs> wow. Still can't drink. What are you doing with the mm-hmm. Oktoberfest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, so no, um, Friday, um, if uh, if anybody uh, wants to go, and I, I didn't realize until today that the Blues have an afternoon game, and it's on national television. So Friday afternoon, we're Couple of us are going to be at the yeah. uh, Global Brew in uh, Edwardsville for yeah. Bourbon County Day. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll probably by three thirty. I imagine we'll be feeling pretty good and ready to uh, watch the Blues lose to the Hawks because that's all they can seem to do right now. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll feel good doing it. So, come on out, drink some Bourbon County with us on Friday. Hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, mine, uh, my beer for this evening, mine beers for this evening is, uh, the peanut butter chocolate stout, the absence of light from four hands brewery in St. Louis. Uh, I've said this before on the show. It's one of my favorites this time of year might be my favorite this time of year. So, and it pairs with a uh, chocolate cake. So you can't go wrong with, it's, it's weird to say that, yeah, I'm gonna have a piece of chocolate cake and some beer, but. You can. Nah. You can. It's a beer to do it with, apparently. I, I'm just, I'm, well, okay. I want to say, I'll say for probably the, the, the natural light drinkers out there to say. <laughs> it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Might be weird for some, yeah. for some to, uh, to have a pairing of oh, chocolate, yeah. chocolate cake with, uh, with a beer. <laughs> Usually no. it's peanuts. Let's, uh, Peanuts with uh, natural light go good, right? Right. Beer and donuts. That's that is really my beer and donuts. Like, when when I want to when I want to have it, something really 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 super sweet and you know that pairs with a beer. Donuts. Have you donuts have you had? Oh, have you had strange? Have you had strange uh, donuts? Uh, uh, forehand strange donuts uh, beer. They're, I have not. They've got a couple of strange donuts uh, uh, stouts. 
Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had I, that yet. I will. I will have to. Uh, next time I am uh, in that neck of the woods and they are open, uh, I will uh, have to pop in and see what I can find. Uh, so I want to get to some comments here before we move on. Uh, first of all. Since we're talking about beer, Matt Harris says, my beer for tonight is Blue Wing from Flyway in Little Rock. Felt fitting for the game. Blue Wing. Yeah. Blue that, Wing. That, that fits pretty damn well. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, that's, yeah, pretty cool. And then uh, Ross B, guys, we have a new live listener. New. How's it going, boys? First time listening live, and Iowa is listening, he says. So. Nice. We've got a beer from Arkansas, and we've got a listener from Iowa. I know Ken Morris is listening. He's up in uh, Nova Scotia, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 So So, we should have clarified, too, um, that tomorrow is American Thanksgiving just for Ken because it might confuse him. (laughs) I'm sure he knows. (laughs) I'm sure he does, too. No, that's, uh, yeah, and and I'm sure we'll say it again when the show ends, but happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening, especially if you're listening to this on Thursday, which Kurt and I have not figured out who's going to edit the show, but... uh, Hopefully it'll be up Thursday. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll it'll be up Thursday. I I, I okay. guarantee it'll be up Thursday. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, today in blues history, uh, uh, November twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty. Uh, we were still celebrating the two thousand nineteen Stanley Cup. That was won by the St. Louis yes. Blues over the Boston yep. Bruins. Yep. That's true. I was still drunk. <laughs> so was Brett Hall. <laughs> uh, speaking of Boston Bruins, uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention my jersey that I wore uh, during the tournament. Well, it was yeah. all over social media, so I didn't think I needed to. But yeah, caught, for those who didn't see it, shit. Uh, oh, you and you deserved it, son. Uh, for those who didn't see it, Kurt was trying to switch up the momentum for his team. He was wearing his Let's Go Blues radio jersey, which looks great on yeah. the rink, by the way. Does not perform um, well, though. <laughs> For some reason, we can't good. seem to win when we no, wear those. But... No, looks good. Looks good. Uh, does not perform well. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Kurt, in in, a, in an attempt to swing things the other way for his team that was not performing, he put on a – was that a practice Boston Bruins jersey? Yeah, an older practice uh, jersey, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the... uh, yeah, I saw him yeah. sitting in the locker room before, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me, Kurt. And he's like – Got to change it up, man. Not going well. And I'm like, well, you're not going to hear the end of this. And he still has it. <laughs> you, don't, you told me you own a Blackhawks jersey. That's worse. I do. I oh, do. There you go. I actually am thinking about getting rid of it now because it's Jonathan Taves, and I used to like him. Oh, oh yeah. He's just a he's a train wreck anymore. Yep. Uh, and What's uh, worse? What's worse, to... owning a, a Blackhawks jersey or a, or a Bruins jersey? Right now, probably Blackhawks. Blackhawks Taves or Bruins practice. No name, number 12 on the back. Blackhawks days, but I don't, two, I don't tout it around. And, and there's a story behind the Boston Bruins jersey, which you know. It was Adam Oates, my favorite player, traded from the Blues to Boston. I, I lettered the number, uh, the jersey number 12 for Oates. That's, that's my favorite player. So, I mean, that's that's why I have it. I know. I know. But, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't tout the jersey around town, though. So, let's not give me too much trouble. <laughs> It's hidden in a closet right now. Um, and again, it will probably be sold here in the next couple of days. But um, let's also add that uh, Kurt 
in the first period of the first game he wore that jersey, he took an early line change with about 12 seconds left. So. <laughs> yeah. I just, I had this urge. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't help get myself. off the rink. <laughs> yeah. I've got to get off this rink. There's, there's a, I mean, there's a, the plays in front of me, but I got to get off. And then after the games and the post game presser, he was complaining about cheap shots from the other team the whole yeah. time. And so I, you know, I slew yeah. for the goalie, you know, and yep. that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Matt Harris in the chat says, I had a Patty Kane jersey. I now use it for cleaning my plunger. Cleaning the plunger. <laughs> it's the only appropriate use. You know, that's, that's, I, I love that because usually, you know, the, uh, the unoriginal comment would be, I use it for wiping my ass, right? But yep. cleaning the plunger, that's, that's gold. That's good. You know what? You know what, guys? I think that's our comment of the show. Congratulations. <laughs> Cleaning the plunger, because that's like a, that's multiple levels of funny. Okay, <laughs> well done. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Blues and uh, Red Wings game tonight after this word from ID Life. It's safe to say that the burn box from RockinThatIDLife.com provides you with the sugar bustingest, muscle buildingest, mood enhancingest, focus inducingest, energy boostingest experience. You not only get the excellent product, but you get recipes, menu options, a tracker, and program guide to assist you along your self betterment journey. Based on your goals, you can double up on Slim Plus or Energy, or you can get one of each. With flavors such as mixed berry, tropical fruit, and orange, the burn box lets you enjoy the weight loss or muscle gain journey along the way. Become a VIP with RockinThatIDLife.com and place your burn box on subscription and you'll save 20%. And as always, text the roughest, toughest, he-man, stuffest hombre has ever crossed the Rio Grande. And our friend Dustin at 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. Now all of you skunks, clear out of here. And go over to rockinthatidlife.com. Uh, the Blues had a uh, healthy roster for the first time since the what the uh, start of the second game on uh, of the season. So, uh, yep. well, for the most part, I mean, except for Neil. Well, because Sunquist wasn't ready yet, so that's technically true. The first time they've had a healthy roster. Well, minus Neil, but still, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. Um, so Shen returned uh, in this game, uh, and like I said, Neil is day to day maintenance day. Not a big deal apparently, uh, but this is the like I said, first time since the second game of the season. Uh, in game two, Bushnevich was ejected and suspended a couple games. Then Saad and O'Reilly were out due to COVID protocol. Then Huso was put on COVID protocol. Then Clifford was on COVID protocol. Then Krug <laughs> COVID, and this is all overlapping, right? And Shen gets hurt, um, returns tonight. Mikola was placed on COVID protocol. Sunquist uh, was out the whole season up until recently. Um, and uh, then Neil day to day as of right now. So uh, booster shots are being recommended by the NHL players, uh, but are not required. So uh, there isn't a. Uh, I, I I'm not sure if there's a. You know, aside from well, we won't get into it, but you would think that if you know players might want get your get booster the, shot, might want to get trying to might want to get the booster shot, uh, especially if you had the Johnson and Johnson uh, vaccine, which was less. Uh, effective uh, at uh, you know preventing severe infection. So yeah, anyway. and uh, so yeah, going into this game, you know there was some excitement with uh, with Shen returning. It was pretty much announced. I don't know was that today or was that yesterday that uh, they they finally said for sure. It was this morning. I think that was this, this morning. 
this morning. Yeah. 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 And so it was okay. This is uh, this is good to see. And uh, you kind of saw the lineup, and you're like, well, this is a team that played pretty well last game against uh, Vegas. So they're going to have Huso in, which is fine. He's had a great start to the season. Played great tonight. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, really, uh, really amped up for this game because for for us old guys. This is a, an mm-hmm. old division rival that we fucking hate, and I still hate to this day. So I still Did, want to see him pound him into the ground. I, I I admire you hanging on to the hate. Uh, I don't have it anymore. I just don't. I do. The players are it's gone. It's that logo, man. Uh, I, I see that logo. And I, I just want get to have pissed. it. Yeah, I want to have it too. I, I want to have it, but it's it pretty much is gone for me. Um, I don't know. There, there were a few moments tonight when I thought it, it might return. Um, couldn't figure out if they were trolling us in the third with the uh, uh, country right. roads. Right. Yeah. I was like, what's that about? Um, they can have if it. They got into it. <laughs> they they got into it. They can have it. I, that's not, this song is not uh, specific to St. Louis for any, by any, I mean, even though it is kind of our song now for the past few years, right? So I thought hey, it was funny. It, so uh, I watched. I watched the Red Wings feed. Country Roads. And it was so, it was so, yeah, Country Roads. It was really funny to hear them talk about it because they were like, oh, listen to this crowd loving this song. And they were just like loving that the crowd was singing along. And I'm thinking, I don't think they realize that that's like become a blues thing. Like, I guess people in Detroit are just oblivious to that. Well, you know what? The, the, The blues folks at the time were oblivious to the song that Detroit always played. Uh, 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 what's the name of the song um, that we, we tried to make our song for a while for like a very short time. Uh, don't stop believing. Uh, they oh, yeah. plays that all the time. And the whole crowd sings long born and raised in South Detroit. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. During that song. And for a number of games, uh, this was maybe four or five years ago. Uh, the blues were playing the song and, and they wanted the crowd to sing along with the part of the song that goes, uh, some were born to sing the blues. Yeah. And but people are like, well, okay, but this is the Red Wings song. They've been doing this for a long time. Does no one yep. know this? And and that was their slogan too to start that season was don't stop believing. And it was like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? And then they changed it. I remember like four games in to just believe. It's like it's, sometimes you wonder with this stuff, like <sighs> Do, do they like how how big is their test market? Uh, their focus groups. Who who gives feedback on this stuff? Jerseys, uh, stuff that teams do. Why? Because because and then they they release it now. Like the Blue Revolution shit that happened a number a long time ago. Uh, remember yeah. that where the the, the whole fake uh, uh, gorilla uh, uh, thing underground thing. Uh, this is stupid stuff. And it's like, do you guys test this at all? Or is it like two or three guys that just, just push this idea through because they love it so much. It's just, sometimes this is weird. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later on in the show. <laughs> yeah. Got some jerseys to talk about later, uh, which I'm sure that, uh, yeah, everyone's always a, a very opinionated on jerseys. So uh, yep. I'm sure we'll have plenty to share. Yeah. For uh, you Jersey hounds. We have quite the Jersey talk later. That's right. We should tweet that out. Who hates? Who who loves to have an opinion on jerseys? Everyone, oh, tune in later. Uh, <laughs> the Blues were a ten six and two coming in this game, twenty two points. Red Wings were eight nine and three, nineteen points. Huso uh, got the start in net for the Blues tonight. He was two zero and zero coming in with a with a point five GAA. And uh, Alex uh, Needledick, no, 
Nedeljkovic, Nedeljkovic, Vic, was in net for the Red Wings. Uh, 4-3 and 0 with a 2.83 GAA and a 9-14 save percentage. Uh, Blues score first, and uh, I thought they looked good early. I thought the Blues looked good most of this game, but uh, the Blues looked good early, uh, scored the power play goal, maybe through the first. Uh, good power move by Saad, uh, drive the net, pad save, nice pad save. Uh, Kairou picks up the loose puck behind the end red line and uh, threads a needle on a pass to Bushnevich, who uh, puts it by needle dick for a far post. Uh, yeah, needle, you know, needle dick is so much easier to say than the way you it is, it. and that's what we're just going to call him. His name's Needle Dick. Needle so dick. congratulations to Needle it, Dick. And, it, and it's not. Um, uh, I'm not. We're not. We're not doing it as a, a derogatory uh, thing. It's just easier to say. Well, that and it's it's <laughs> a reference to one of the best movies ever made, Waterboy. So let's be honest here. Uh, but anyway, I you know I uh, this this goal and 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 this this just showed the inexperience of the of the Detroit roster. That's what you need to do against teams like this. Get the puck moving. And you, if you watch that play, they have three defenders watching Saad behind. That was Saad behind the net, right? They, was they like were not. Kairou passed. Kairou. It was Kairou. That's yeah. right. They were all standing there watching Kairou, kind of like expecting him to maybe come out with the puck and, and try and make a move on the net. Totally oblivious because the Blues had made a line change. Uh, Buchnevich just made a beeline to the net. And. I mean, Kairou saw him and just slid it right to him. Great awareness from him. And it was it was in the net before the, the Red Wings defenders even knew what happened. So it was uh, it was a nice play by the Blues and what you want to see on the power play, especially against an inexperienced uh, Red Wings team. Ter- terrible defense. <laughs> They're all it watching. Was. It was all bad. puck watching. It was bad. Uh, yep. But I think Bill, uh, I wanted to ask Bill you know, as a goalie, how, like when the puck is behind the net in that area, to the side and the pass comes in front and a little one-time shot on net how hard i mean what are you doing as a goalie how hard is it to prepare for because you're looking behind you right at, at the puck carrier and then the puck comes in front you're hoping your defense has the guy covered but it's not so how do you how do you play that you just play big or what uh, well i mean you really have to kind of get hope that you have the right gauge on where the guy's coming in you know where the guy's positioned to take the shot um, if you're only picking him up at the last second, you're going to do what Nedeljkovic did here uh, and hug the post. And he gave Bushnevich the entire open, you know, the glove side pretty much wide open. Um, but if uh, if you have a little bit more time to read the play and in that, you know, in that position, uh, you'd think that they would, um, you know, the defense would cover a little better. But uh, they kind of just let Busnevich sneak down right into that um, high slot area. Um, you you want a little more help from your defense, um, but I think I think he played that the way that he should have. Um, you know, not knowing where the attacker is going to be, um, and you know there wasn't anybody you know, right at the side of the, you know, the opposite side on the crease uh, that he's going to have to worry about the pass going to. So uh, I think that was the right, the right positioning from him. Um, and it just, you know, Bushnevich scored before Nedeljkovic caught fire. And it's so bang, bang too. It's so happens so quick. I mean, you got to react so quick if, if possible. So, I mean, yeah. And, and so this, and this is a power play goal. Uh, Blues have, Power play goals in eight of the last nine games. So the power play came through here. Uh, did not come through later when it was much needed. 
Uh, Raymond scored for Detroit uh, to make it one to one later on in the first. A real nice behind the back pass through traffic uh, to Raymond to spring a uh, basically a two on zero. Uh, look to me, looked like Raymond was trying to go high. Uh, Pang on the broadcast said he picked out five hole. I don't know, maybe, but uh, I thought he tried to go high. Kind of went down to to kind of kind of lean down a little bit, crouched down as a shooter to kind of lift it high, and then, uh, but kind of whiffed on it went five hole. Maybe he did try and go five hole. I don't know, but um, that kid's a one. fucking star, man. Yeah, he's a hell of a yeah. hockey player. <clears throat> yeah, no, he I'm, he. I'm, uh... I'm happy they're not in our division anymore because man, that kid's gonna be good. Yeah, no, I'm watching the replay right now, and he. Uh... It did roll a bit on him, but he whipped it right between the legs. That was, I think, it was an adjustment on the shot. So, okay. right. mm. uh, that's so- what good shooters do. Um, but no, on that play, I want to say, I mean, it was you mentioned the great play leading up to it, and then the pass back across to Raymond to spring him on the breakaway. Um, that was poor again. Talk about poor coverage on the Red Wings. Poor coverage by the Blues. Three guys on the puck carrier. Um, Again, drawing a blank on who it was that slid that pass over to Raymond. But uh, do I have it there? I don't think I do. No, I don't. Okay. Well, whoever it was, three guys attacked. It was Scandella, Pareko, and in the center. I can't remember who was out at the time, but and it's just you got to be smarter than that. I mean, and if you're going to do that, Pertuzzi. Okay. Um, If you're going to do that, you have to stop that puck. And and I know what they're thinking. He's the lead man. We stop him. Maybe we get him just to dump it in. But, I mean, Raymond's charging. It reminded yeah. me a little bit of that that goal uh, we, we talked about, I think, last week. Against, I think it was against Arizona that Krug just sprung in, and, and O'Reilly found him, and he was able to bury the puck. And it's the same here. Like, you got a, a lead man, and you're thinking, okay, we'll stop him. We'll stop the rush. But you got to be aware of what else is going on on the ice. And, and they just were not aware of, of Raymond sprinting in like that. And, again, that kid's talent, you have to be aware where he's at all the time on the ice. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a double thing. It's um, the, the, the puck watching, watching the puck carrier, not being aware of who's, who's streaking up the ice um, and a nice pass through traffic. I mean, so. Uh, but uh, you said Scandella and Pareko together. Scandello was on the uh, on the uh, (laughs) uh, on the ice for both of Detroit's uh, first two goals. So, was he on the ice for the third one? Pareko. Yeah, Uh, was he? They switched uh, because Scandella was later with uh, uh, was he with um, he was with with Mikola uh, for a bit. Prunovic. Yes, Prunovic. He was with Prunovic for a bit. Um, which I which, think Mikola, by the way, Mikola was out in there with uh, with uh, Pareko for a while too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. By the way, I watched I watched the Red Wings broadcast. My God, the most annoying thing ever. Ken, I forget Ken's Holland? last name, but the not Holland. It's not um, Ken Holland. No, Ken, uh, uh, yeah. the the I know play by play guy. He kept right. calling him. Yeah. He kept calling him Peranovic. Oh. So every <laughs> single time he touched the that's, puck, he called him Peranovic. I'm like. You're literally mixing Peron and Perunovic, man. Like, that's a you. That's pretty clear. It's Perunovic. That, was Harry Carey on the call there? Because that's, that's oh, exactly God, what he would so, do. Because every time he said it, I thought, did he mean Peron or did he mean Perunovic? Every <sighs> time he said it. I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. See, get the names right. I mean, you're, yep. you have it's your job. One job 
is to yeah, that's call your the game. job. Call the game. Well, more than one job, actually. You call the game, do some research, talk to the players, but you know, learn the players' names. Come on. Yep. Um, uh, Detroit only had is three Mickey shots. Mickey Redmond still doing the games for them. Mickey Redmond still, yes, yeah, yeah, he, he is. and he never corrected him, which I'm guessing he probably didn't know. Which again is obnoxious. You got two guys in the booth. Well, does a, does anybody ever correct anybody that mispronounces names? Because uh, I do. How many how many times <laughs> did the NBC guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times did uh, Pierre Maguire mispronounce uh, uh, Petrangelo's name, and no one said in his ear? That, well, that he listened anyway. I, oh, we t- or we, David Perron. It was said that he was told how to pronounce his name, and he ignored it. So, which is so pompous and annoying. Get off yeah. the fucking TV if you can't yeah. say the guy's name right. I, 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 I w- I'm not as I, like I said before. I'm not. I wasn't as down on Pierre Maguire as most people. Um, I, I, I get it. White people didn't like him, but uh, I wasn't in that boat. But that pissed me off, if, if that's true, that he was told how to say his name and he chose not to do it. That's just weird. Uh, Detroit had three shots on goal in the second period, uh, did get the one uh, goal, the only goal in the period. Blues had 11 shots and had 22 shots through the two periods, but only the one goal in the game to this point. So two to one Detroit going to the third. Uh, 111 in the third, Perron scored. And, and I'll add, I, I just want to add real quick. I thought Huso played a really good second period. I thought um, he wasn't, there were, there were points in the game where he really didn't face a lot of shots. Um, they were kind of coming in waves. So it was, you know, he'd go five, six, seven minutes without seeing any action. And, uh, I thought he kept his composure. Um, we talked about this earlier, guys, the, the, um, the stigma that was around him was okay he's got to get past the first shot the first two shots the first three shots that's gone has he has he yeah it's do you guys say it's gone now yeah i think so he's had a great yeah, for the most part i season. mean he he did give up uh, a goal on his first shot in the second period but like you said it he had gone a while without any action so yeah. it's not the yeah. it's it's not the you know beginning of the game jitters like he used to have yeah and yeah. and to be honest the blues <laughs> defense on on you know all of the goals that he was in the net for was pretty atrocious um yes i mean that it's kind of a broken play um on the second goal um pareko go, puck goes off pareko's stick um into this into the crease and then uh off huso and scandela swats it right out into the slot yeah and uh they bury it that but, was uh yeah that was awful <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was bad um we did, yeah. Did we not cover that? I, we didn't talk about that, did we? Oh, yeah. The missing, so, past okay, so we yeah, I breeze past. Yeah. It was, yeah, the Scandella play that was bad. That was, I mean, we should we should touch on that, right? Um, he he was out muscled. wasn't aware there was a guy a defender that uh, a forward that close to him. Um, and then he gets stick lifted, and then whacks the puck back into the slot. It's like what the fuck are you doing? Um, it was like a I don't yeah. know if it was on purpose, but uh, it happened and they scored, and it was just like fuck. That was as bad, but that sounds good. Who was it? Skin is a bad play. Who? Who? Nile. Who was the one that scored the goal though? That was um, Larkin. Is that Ernie? Larkin. Larkin scored that. Larkin. One. You're right. Yeah. That one was. Why was Larkin? Was Larkin. I want to know why why Larkin's left all alone too. That's not on Scandella right. for him being wide open. I'll agree. Well, that. Right. I think he didn't make the right play. He should have been able to get. Slot. Yeah, he should. Well, you, Scandella should have been oh, able wait, to no, stop no, no, the no. puck before it got to that point. But yeah, Larkin. Larkin absolutely had all the time in the world to get to that puck, and 
that's just that's poor player management by the Blues. Yeah. Well, I, well, okay, well, maybe, maybe, but I think, I think uh, with the it's... puck going the other direction and Scandella inadvertently puts it back into the slot, uh, you know, I'm like, it was I, Rob I, Thomas. What's that? He missed. Mm. He, he, uh, oh, the, he his man. Up, his man. He didn't pick up Larkin coming down the slot. Did Scandella touch that? Oh yeah. 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 Did, yeah. Huh? I, I had to look. I didn't yeah. think so. I saw on Twitter. Uh, someone says Scandola passes right to their team and he scores. I'm like, what? He didn't do that. Looked at the replay. I'm like, I'll be damned. He did. Uh, he gets stick lifted and then his stick comes back and, and jabs it back in front. I was like, huh, mm. how about that? Um, so, yeah, Pran scores to make it two to two early in the third with something. Ooh. Okay. I'm like, Bad good. Hole. Two, two. <laughs> uh, yeah. From uh, behind the unread line to tie the game, banking it off. Uh, the goalie in and and, and and as a forward, I've done this before, and you see forwards do this. When you do this, you're doing it on purpose. I mean, Perron shot it, hoping to score or get a rebound because he charged the net after he shot it, which was great, good on him, yep. you know. Uh, but uh, it went in. But when you do this, you you laugh <laughs> as a forward. You smile, you laugh because it's like ah, I got him. You know, that was a a, a, a tricky shot. Um, I got him, uh, got him leaning or got him cheating off the post a little bit. Um. I, I think of Shanahan every time I see that because that's growing up. That's mm-hmm. who I saw do that a lot. Tried to bank oh, yeah. off the goalie from behind the net a lot. Bill, is that like one of the yeah. most frustrating goals to give up as a goalie? Uh, for certain, you know, especially in a in a game like this where you're otherwise playing out of your mind and you lose mm-hmm. concentration for half a second, and you know, a sniper you know, a high quality NHL player like David Perron is going to take advantage of it. And uh, I got a question for you, Bill. Super smart play. Got a question for you. Okay. So a lot of times I think if, if, if a goal goes in like this, I think a goalie could be playing this perfectly and it still goes in just because, I mean, it doesn't take much of a hole for that puck to squeeze in. And every once in a while, that puck will go through an inches, two inches wide. Right, and it just goes in, and it's like, and it, it, you've got to. I mean, you've almost got to be. I mean, it's a that's a lucky goal. I mean, you're not trying to score in that tiny little hole. Um, and, and so I think sometimes, would you agree? Maybe uh, I'm trying to defend goalies here. That sometimes it's not the goalie's fault. It's just fucking bad luck. That that just that just finds a tiny ass hole. Like between the between the under the arm, above the pad, uh, against the post, you know something that's just barely not not completely sealed off, um, because you're. Mo- I, mean, w- I mean, what do you say? Or is it? Or do you think it's the goalie's responsibility yeah. to completely close it off uh, from head to head to ice? No, I mean, goaltending is you know has evolved, you know since definitely since I've quit playing, um, but it, it's evolved to a point where. Everybody is so technically sound, but there's always going to be that element of of skill and luck by the offensive players that you know outdo you. And and luck is is a is going to be a component of it. You can play something perfectly, and something can take a crazy bounce and still go in, or hit that just that half inch that you have exposed, and the puck was at the right angle and had the right momentum to get through you. Um, I mean, that's going to happen, but I, yeah, you know, I think, I think it's not, it, I, I think, I think goalies get a bad rap because every, every time one of those goals goes in, 
it's like that's a soft goal, bad goal against. And 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 uh, uh, probably you know some of the times, not his fault, not really. Sometimes I think you're expecting I'm too much the of a goal on it right now. <laughs> I'm not saying this goal. Yeah, is he, that. He, I'm not saying this goal is that. I'm saying sometimes. Right. You know, sometimes right. on, it's not on that fault play. On that play, I think he took his attention off the puck uh, or off there, of Perron. And yeah, there was a pretty he, he was worried there. about the, the cross crease pass that might yeah. be coming right. and gave him that right. gave him that space and he right. hit it. And I think so. I think when you're cheating, that's and that's yes, I you, you get burned, you get beat, you're outsmarted, whatever, outguessed. Um, that's fine. But when you're actually playing the post and trying to seal it all off and it finds that tiny little little hole they just can't seal off, you know, I mean, come on. That's just that's just bad yeah, luck against the goalie. And that, for the that's shooter. the most frustrating feeling in the world. And I bet, yeah, that's, and that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Um. So, uh, and uh, so after Prawn scores, uh, Detroit comes right back, hits the post, comes close uh, to scoring uh, a few times uh, with some pressure. Blues miss on a two and on that, one. That was the that was the really frustrating part. Was you know you, you expect your team to have a little more fire after tying the tying the game up, and yeah. Detroit just came out and just barnstormed the rest of that uh, for like the next yep. five six minutes. Yep. Like you said, hit the post and then just kept going and kept going, and you had that feeling like here comes a goal, they're gonna mm-hmm. score right away because the Blues had nothing. They didn't have anything to answer. And it's like you're the ones that just scored. Like get down there and get some more shots on goal. And they missed on a two-on-one. The Blues did uh, on their chance during during this this uh, pressure by the Red Wings. The Blues sprung a two-on-one, couldn't convert. Um, and then Adam Earn for Detroit scores to put the Wings up three to two. Uh, Huso was uh, screened on this play, kind of a floating shot off the stick of Krug. Uh, beats Huso over the glove. Um, you know, I mean, it's a. I, I don't. It, screens are tough. Uh, I, I mean, is is. How much responsibility is on the goalie to to fight through that screen and pick it up, Bill? I mean, is it is well, it on him? Or I mean, if you can't see it, you can't see it. Right. And and Peng Peng, you know, brought that up. You know, is it something that he didn't fight hard enough to see, or was it just the perfect screen? And it was a great screen. I think the problem on that play is that, and the Blues have really. We talked about this some last week. The Blues are giving up the high slot and letting clean shots through and they're also not clearing out the front of the net and so it's allowing teams to get get really good positional shots from the high slot and nobody's getting out there to block them and in years past you know Sunkfist or barbashev you know you'd expect those guys to be out there and blocking that shot peron sometimes hell tarasenko every now and then but the focus on blocking shots just doesn't seem to be there with this team isn't that yeah. that was the that was the general uh, 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 mindset with the defense this year to the change of uh, philosophy with the with the defense was to let more shots from the point get through and to not put the emphasis on blocking as much uh, but clearing in front and letting the goalies make the saves. Yeah, uh, but you gotta let them see it. Yeah, but the problem the problem is yeah, you gotta let them see it, and you gotta clear it. But our our defense is rather small. Um, yep. I, they're talented, uh, puck moving wise and offensively uh, talented, generally speaking. But um, they are not big overall, so it's probably hard to clear the front. Now, if you're not even trying, that's different. If you're trying to clear the front and you can't, 
you know, well, you just can't. But if you're not even trying to, that's a problem. You just you can't allow anybody right. in front of the net when you're allowing those point shots to get through. You just yeah. you have to do whatever you can to make sure your goalie sees it because that's what you like Bill said. That's the emphasis now has been let him shoot and let the goalie see it. But you're letting him shoot and you're letting him screen the goalie. Yeah. So yeah. right, what are you doing? Out there? That... You might as well just have a five on zero on the goalie. <laughs> right, and on that play, I. Uh, Falk is completely turned around. Falk lost his guy and didn't know where he was and turned around and created the screen. Suter got in behind him and, and you know, got a very good defenseman in Justin Falk uh, off of his game for a second and created the screen and, and it goes. That was, that was just a, a bad play all around. That was, that was another one that just pissed me off because yeah, like Bill said, I mean, as a defenseman, I always say take away their space. Um, and I know, again, the philosophy's changed a little bit with the Blues to let them have a little bit of space. But, my God, they're just they're firing pucks at the net every chance they get. They're just having all the time from the high slot to take shots. And I don't care what your philosophy is. You can't allow that all the time. That's just what they're doing. And it's uh, this one led to a goal, led to the game-winning goal. And it's something we've seen all season. There needs to be a philosophy change or a shakeup on the defensive end because it's it's not looked good for the Blues this season. Uh, so I, the Blues were robbed. Uh, I, after that goal, the Blues kind of took over the third period. They outshot Detroit. Well, even before that goal, they were dominating the third right. period. Yeah. They, they they had a very they, I mean they just couldn't score. Um, now granted they had a few chances where they just didn't get the wood on the stick, uh, on the puck that was needed to score. I mean uh, and and not to take anything away from the saves that were made because I mean their goalie was amazing, but uh, I mean Prunovich's chance for example, I don't think it was brought up on TV. Prunovich didn't get he he got like forty percent on the shot that he wanted to. I mean, he's and Bill's finishing off his uh, Bourbon County. <laughs> nice. Is is a uh, yeah. That's a that's every a, last drop. Nice. Probably feel nice and warm inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, and, and uh, sure. Scandella's shot. Uh, he was flat-footed and kind of and kind of gliding away from the goal when he kind of took a quick shot when the puck came to him. He didn't get everything on it. Uh, it was a great diving glove save. Um, and Brunovich didn't get everything on his shot, mm. even though he was, I mean, he, he kind of, it was right. on the ice and, oh. and he, and I think he put it more into him than, mm-hmm. you know, he had a lot more open side to hit and he put it back towards him, uh, more than, than I, you'd want. But I think if Brunovich gets everything on that shot, he wanted to, it's halfway up the goal and it's in, I mean, he doesn't make that save. Yeah. Uh, that's just, uh, that, let's, that's let's, a bad break. Let's get to a comment here from Ken Morris. Actually, our first comment of the show uh, was uh, Needle Dick stole that game for the Red Wings. So, he did. And, yes, he did. He did. And it, it, I, I can't tell you how many times watching this game, and I know Carolina's playing well, but I can't tell you how many times that during this game I thought in my head, man, and Carolina didn't want him. Uh, he's he's a damn good young goalie, man. He he's, played good. He's good. He, I mean, he played – and I, I – I, I, how many? Th- this seems to happen a lot, and I, I almost want to like ask other teams' podcasts this question: uh, that you know, how often do you feel your team gets stymied by, you know, uh, 
you know, a, a run of the mill goalie <laughs> or, a, or a, or a backup, you know, the blues, it seems to have trouble with, uh, I, it, it can't be, the blues can't be, uh, doing this a lot more than other teams, right? This has to be like fairly common. Like everyone complains about it. Like it only happens to them. Like the officials are always against your team, but never against the other team, but every team thinks that. So it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, well, it's got, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like the only this... thing that I'll combat that with is, is yes, needle Dick played great. Don't get me wrong, but accompany the goalie stealing the game with the blues, having piss poor, management in their own zone. I think the blues win that game two one if they play a sound game. I, I, I agree. I think overall they played fine, but their lapses literally killed them in this game. That that was what caused them to get losses. Two of those goals shouldn't have happened. And it was just lapses and poor judgment on where to be on the ice and you know, not picking up your man and you know what though? Literally passing it right in the slot. You know, I mean so many mistakes led to the Blues losing this game, too. Detroit mm -hmm. made just as many, if not more, mistakes in their own zone. We just couldn't capitalize on them. I, I think. Right. You know, I think. I think it was a. And and hockey has always been a game of, you know, whoever takes advantage of the other team's mistakes more than the other, you know, the most. And uh, I think Detroit. I think the, the. I don't know if the Blues made any more mistakes in their own zone than any other team usually does in a game, but Detroit bang, bang, they made, they took advantage of it a couple of times. So that sucked. And the blues couldn't uh, take advantage right. of enough. I, I, I think, I think the blues played a pretty good game. I mean, it just sucks that it comes down to, and of course you look for mistakes that happen in a game. Yes. The blues made some mistakes and the, and the, and the Red Wings burned us. Um, but I, 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 I am being a forward, you know, I'm, I, I tend to gravitate towards forward responsibilities and I'm like, we, the forwards should have done a better job in defense and in, in Detroit zone, putting pucks past their goalie because they had so many chances. Yeah. But you know, we said this a couple of weeks ago, you know, Jordan Bennington was the first, second and third star of, uh, uh shit. I can't remember the game offhand, but <laughs> Alex and tonight was the first second and third star he was great he stole that game in the third mm -hmm. period mm -hmm. you know there, there's so many saves that he should not have made um that he he did you know that that was that you know and that, you you know the other side of the coin you're right it, the blues didn't capitalize when the red wings did and you know the red wings were able to pounce but otherwise the blues completely outplayed them that that one the he made like it was it must be like three saves on one sequence it was uh, I think it was Thomas drove the net uh, from the side, kind of crashed in front. Maybe it was O'Reilly. It was O'Reilly. O'Reilly uh, from the right side came in front and uh, took a shot, mm -hmm. save, and the rebound and like it it, it it bounced off a leg and came right back on net. And he's paddled down, pads down. He's got that blocked off so it doesn't like bounce off a leg and come back through five hole. Um, he covered it up and he, and he played, he played well. I mean, that, that was a, that was a chance that I don't think got enough play on TV. I'm how close that was going in because O'Reilly had a great chance in front save bounce off a leg, came right back at him and he was still down covering it up. So he played really yeah. well. I mean, Bill, I, Bill, I think you were thinking of, I think you were thinking of the Winnipeg game. Uh, yes. Too. Yes, I was. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Blues had two power plays, uh, in the second half of this third period could not, uh,
could not convert. Uh, I I really thought the second of those two power plays, the one with eight minutes to go, I thought we're scoring. We're going to do it. I mean, anybody watching this game with the pressure the Blues had most of this third period, you're thinking they're going to tie it. They're going to score. Oh, they got a power play now? For sure. It's going in. And they just couldn't do it. Well, and those um, penalties uh, for Detroit, I think, were just out of pure exhaustion because the Blues were just hemming him in the zone and right. forcing him to take penalties. And when you do that, usually that's when you go yep. out on the power play and score a goal. And it just and didn't happen. The broadcast team had a great point, too, and that uh, the Blues didn't want to lose that momentum by not converting the power play. Because oftentimes, if you kill off a power play, uh, kill a penalty, uh, you gain momentum. And you take it back, you know, if you if you're if you're kind of on your heels. But uh, the to the Blues' credit, for, I mean, they didn't score on the power play, but they kept coming after they didn't convert, and they just but they just couldn't they couldn't uh, get that tying goal. Two empty net goals uh, for Detroit, one by Fabry, who had a goal and assist in this game. Uh, he was he was extra excited for that uh, empty net goal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was very pumped, but I know he hadn't, he, I think he hadn't scored in something like nine games and uh, apparently he only has like three points on the season before that. So I'm, that was part of it, but I think part of it was also the fact that it was his former team. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. But it was like, yeah, go ahead and celebrate your empty net goal, dude. Like that was, <laughs> was a little much for me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's what whatever I'm, I, I, you know, a lot of times when players leave, I, I, I have a disconnect with them and I'll be like, I can, I can easily root against them. Um, I don't know what it is with Fabry. Uh, I like Fabry. I like him. I, I don't, uh, yeah. he scored the internet goal and I'm like, I didn't like, yeah, I was pissed off. The blues were going to lose the game. And I'm like, eh, I, I wasn't mad that it was Fabry. I was, I was kind of, if someone's going to score, I'm like, okay, Fabry, good for him. Yeah, he he did get to the point where he thought he was going to bust out a bottle of Pappy and finish off right there, just like you know after the Blues won the cup. A bottle of Pappy just pulls it out of his pants. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's something the NFL would do. Some receiver yep. after touchdown pull out a uh, a fifth or something. Uh, uh, Mary Ponder in the YouTube chat, which she usually watches on Facebook. So welcome to the YouTube chat, Mom. She says, Happy side. Thanksgiving, guys. Welcome to the dark side. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Mrs. Jeff's mom. Yep. We'll be, mm. I'll be seeing her tomorrow night. Mm. What, what are your, uh, that... you guys uh, doing, I mean, big Thanksgiving plans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we, that's, that. I tell you what, it gets tiring as you get older. We have the the two Thanksgivings. On Christmas, we split it between Christmas Eve and Christmas. But, yeah, we go over to, well, I do the turkey trot in the morning. Then I go over to the in-laws, and we spend all day there. And then at night, we go over to my parents, which the in-laws are in South County. The parents are, my my mom's in St. Charles. So it's it's a lot. But, uh, but, yeah, we get it done, and it's always a good time. But at the end of the day, you're just fucking exhausted. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Um, tomorrow yeah. we're uh, we always we always do uh, Julie's parents. Um, they have an afternoon uh, Thanksgiving dinner and uh, usually eat 
eat, eat, fall asleep watching <laughs> yeah. football game on the couch. Just the best, uh, isn't it? Just yeah. to eat much football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, fall asleep that's pretty football. much it. Um, tomorrow, um, I am going to uh, go pick up uh, my mom, uh, who is um, in a recovery facility right now after uh, some recent issues. Um, going to pick her up, and she's going to come along with us to, to, to Julie's parents. So that's that, cool. Awesome. That's going to be nice. That'll be that's awesome. Great. Yeah, we I know we uh, we canceled uh, Thanksgiving last year because we couldn't get on the same page because it was like during the height of the pandemic and there was no, yep. you know, no uh, uh, vaccine available and there were issues with uh, the, some members of the family not wanting to wear masks or whatever. Couldn't get on the same page, right? You know, so uh, right. my mom was like, ah, we'll just cancel it. You know, I don't think she wanted to deal with, with any arguments or anything. I don't blame. So, uh, um, yeah. but no, we're we're happily uh, getting together this year, so it'll be it'll be good. You you know yeah. what's crazy no, I, to think I, about. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I was I was gonna say real quick. It's crazy to think about. At this time last year, we didn't even have hockey in our lives because mm-hmm. the bubble yeah. was over and they didn't start till January. Yeah. So I I look at this. I'm like, God, Thanksgiving without hockey, like the day before and the day after. How the hell did I survive that? <laughs> yeah, I had. Yeah, that's yeah. good point. Yeah, no, um, I, uh, you know, just to be on the super safe side, I, uh, I did go out and pick up some uh, uh, rapid COVID tests that I'm going to, I'm going to, Julie and I are both going to uh, partake in those before uh, actually leaving tomorrow, just to make sure, um, you know, because okay. we, we will be around, um, you know, some, some fairly uh, older people and uh, vulnerable people. So, I've had a little bit of a sniffle this week. Um, I no signs of, you know, I, I still have all my sense of smell and taste. I was so say, I don't yeah. think it's COVID, but just going to be extra cautious. Uh, you know, spent the money to, to pick up the uh, the rapid, uh, the antigen tests. I'm going to do that before we go out tomorrow. Look at you being responsible. That's Trying to be. Yeah. Very good. Good on you. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll talk, uh, jerseys, uh, and we'll give some opinions on some jerseys that were released. Uh, and, uh, the 14 fund banner has made its return. We'll talk about that right after this word from center ice brewery. Center ice brewery is St. Louis's only hockey themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey inspired beers, such as old arena lager, the beauty IPA their rotating pale ale series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game, or any game. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Center Ice Brewery. Let's go blues. Please drink responsibly. Uh, there's a couple of uh, ch- uh, comments in the YouTube chat I want to get to. Um, let's see. Matt Harris uh, asked, how is the mask situation at Enterprise Center? I'm a little concerned with all that. Don't need to be bringing COVID back to my students. As far as I know, it's still the same as it was to start the season. Uh, you're supposed to show proof of vaccination to get in. 
and uh, you're supposed to uh, wear a mask inside the building. And um, and if you don't have proof of vaccination, as long as you have a right. uh, negative COVID test. Within 72 hours, I think it is? Uh, 48 or 72. Yeah. It might be 72. So, and once you're in the building, you're supposed to, when you're walking around, you're supposed to, uh, uh, or not eating or sitting, I guess. Uh, if, you're, if you're not eating or drinking actively, you should be uh, wearing a mask. Um, from what I hear, though... It has not been right. that way. And no, not right. people don't Derek, do it. Uh, Derek just pointed that out. Um, the one game I went to, um, the home opener, um, there was, I would say, about probably 35% um, mask compliance. Uh, Why? And I, beyond I, I, that. I, 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 I'd anybody... say... If I'd say it's about the same for the Chicago game I went to. See, if anybody's listening uh, that, I, that that has gone, that went to a game this season uh, and didn't wear a mask, like wa- actively walked around not wearing a mask, I, I would just like to have a conversation. Why? Why? Why, would, why wouldn't you wear a mask? I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. They're asking you to. It, you, you essentially agree to do that when you walk in, and then you don't. Um, right. It's... I, 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 I really think what it comes down to is that nobody wants to be the mask police. Yeah, you know, it's true. You might you might have an usher tell you put your mask on, um, but you know, apart from you know, if if you're a season ticket holder and you're in your section with the usher that's going to be there the entire season, it's doubtful that they're going to pressure you to put your mask on. There, there's um, a, there's and, a and just nobody wants to be that guy. Right? I, I get go I, you know go to I, any retailer. None of the staff do you know why to deal with it? Do you know why? Because they've seen video of people right. flipping the fuck out just right. just to exactly. just to put a mask on, and they they like they right. they blow their top, and and like at that point, okay, who has the problem? It's not it's not the employee trying to enforce a policy that they have. It's it's the it's the uh, customer who right. thinks they're special. And and shouldn't right. have to abide by what the business wants. And it's a very the rules don't apply to me. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting to me too because it's not. I mean, you've heard a lot. You've heard people say it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to wear a mask. It's not. It's not a big deal. I I mean I, I've been doing it. People are used to it. I, I I do it all the time. It's not a big deal. I don't I don't get the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd like to have a conversation uh, just just to, as to uh, like, a, like a legit, serious, you know, respectful conversation. It's serious. I'm not trying to, you know, um, start a fight or anything. I just I'm just wanting to hear feedback on 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 the reasoning there. I don't I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. That's uh, that's that's where I'm coming from. Um, so the 14 fun banner finally reemerged. Uh, I know Jeff, you wrote an article about this uh, last year. I think on St. Louis Game Time. It um, was this summer, I think. Actually, was it? okay. Yeah. Um, so over it was over two years ago. The uh, 14 fun banner was removed from the rafters and disappeared. The Blues said it was going to return, but never did, and they ignored uh, like lots of inquiries about it. Uh, the Blues. Lots. Yeah, lots. Uh, flat out ignored. We won't respond to anybody online about it. Uh, the Blues tweeted this a couple days ago. Uh, no mentions on the website at all. Just a single tweet about this, uh, which is weird because they have a website. They could put news on the website. They could have announced this, but they didn't do it. They just tweeted it. That's weird to me. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, they say on the tweet, 
Doug Wickenheiser's number 14 banner, which has, was once in the rafters, now hangs in the Blues for Kids area on the plaza level. Wickenheiser passed away in 1999, but his number 14 has been synonymous with our team and our charitable endeavors ever since. So it's back. It's not in the rafters. It's in the Blues for Kids area on the plaza level. So I have questions about this. And Well, before we get to your questions. Yeah. I want to emphasize, I think I know why they chose the the Blues for Kids area, because it's that's kid- the name of their, the, 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 yeah. that's a cancer area. It's I, The Blues for right. Kids is the name of the charity for cancer research. So I understand that. They want to associate, and yeah, and I know you do. I'm just explaining to people who don't, that they want to associate Wickenheiser with the Blues for Kids, because it's all under one umbrella now. So that's why they, I think that's why they chose that, probably why they did. I understand that's what they're saying or what they're doing, but I don't understand why it's, why it's not in the rafter, why it's not in the, why it was taken down in the first place. Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why remove it at all? It's not like we've got 25 Stanley cup champion banners to make room for up there. We, we there's plenty of room up there for, yeah. uh, for these banners. And, uh, and uh, uh, I do believe um, Tom Calhoun when it was raised, said the Wickenheiser 14 banner will hang forever in Kiel Center. Forever. To the heart, yes. courage, and resolve of number 14, Doug Wickenheiser. Good, God bless you, Wick. It'll hang forever. Um, yeah. And it is, it's tacked on the wall, but that's not hanging in the, you, when you say the Wick's 14 will hang forever in the arena, that's from the rafters. That's not tacked on a wall in in the plaza. That's, I mean, I, I'm appreciative that it's back. Don't get me wrong. I like that it's that. I'm I'm glad they didn't lose it because <laughs> it seemed yeah. like they had lost it. Uh, because it's been two years. And that's another question. Why did it take so long to do this? Where did it, I don't understand. If have, they were just going to hang it so there, why questions. not do it right away? Yeah, I have so many questions. Or announce with that. I have so many questions. And I want to, maybe yeah. we should just uh, have a correspondence with the, with the team. We'll email them and they'll get back with us in a month and a half. And then they can respond they'll to our questions. They, <laughs> they won't. They won't respond to that. They won't I, even. I, I, it's been I such a weird answer, thing with them. They're not going to say a word. It's a, it's a, right. I. I think if you want to get to there, uh, you kind of got touched on this earlier. Um, they only tweeted about it, so maybe hit a DM to the uh, social media director and uh, see if she can't get a response out of her. She is new. Maybe she wouldn't she know any probably. better. <laughs> Just... Maybe I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of thinking. Uh, yeah how the tweet got past Doug Armstrong. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, you know, I will say I, I'm not happy with it being taken down from the rafters either. Uh, I think there's a better place for it. If for whatever reason, it can't be in the rafters. Again, we talked about this a million times on this show. There should be, we even have a, a section in there, like the St. Louis sports hall of fame section in enterprise center, just a nice little wall dedicated to, some of the great moments in St. Louis history. Why not put it there? And and we also mentioned, I mean, there's so many things you could do with it. Like, even if you wanted to go to Centene with it and have a nice little, you know, blues memorial section or something or hang it up over the blues rink there. Uh, there's so many other things you could have done with it. But I will say I am happy that it's back. 
Um, that's one. I just wanted to see it again. I just, like you said, I wanted to make sure it wasn't taken down and lost. You know, somebody's using it as a beach towel somewhere or something, you know, like I'm glad to see it's, it's still hanging around, but it, there's, there's a better place for it. And I hope over time we'll see it move to a better place. I don't know. And I, I, I'm sure I was saying something about it or asking about it, inquiring about it will either not get a response or they'll be like, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. 100% uh, will not get a response. I'll, yeah. I'll just, I know they won't even respond to it, especially it's, with how quiet they were for two years about it. Well, every time, every time you, you try and contact them over things, uh, it takes forever to get a response mm. about something important. You know, uh, we've, we've, we've contacted them with, with uh, uh, trademark copyright stuff before uh, and it took forever responses so yeah. it's just like Jesus. and the response we got was like okay you probably you probably already knew this you could have typed it in five minutes right i know you know why and did it, it take so long to get back to us yeah whatever so <sighs> anyway um so that's that but the uh rapid fire tidbits from around the nhl uh some new jerseys were uh released and announced this week uh new jerseys new jersey jersey <laughs> That's um, fun to say. <laughs> uh, first ever third jersey for New Jersey, uh, designed by Martin Brodeur, uh, and the effort took three years. When I saw that, it took three years to come up with this jersey. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm, it, it I'm just came, picturing. It took three years, and somebody kept reminding him, and then he finally said, "Fuck it." <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh yeah, here sure, it I is. That. I forgot. <laughs> I like to picture the other way around that. That's literally been his job, and that's it for three years. Design us a jersey. We'll get back to you in three years. So he's just been sitting at his desk. Okay, well, uh, let's see. This easy to look like this. Uh, no, that's terrible. Throws it away. There were execs that had input. People at Adidas had input as well. But the primary designer was Martin Bruder for this. So if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's a it's black with white stripes. If, if you picture the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, yes. the outdoor game Jersey from uh, a number of years ago, the black, black and white one. Yes. All black, white stripes. Um, it looks just like that pretty much with, without the Blackhawks logo and the, the Jersey in cursive across the, uh, yeah, the word Jersey and cursive. Across it just the says side. Jersey. It doesn't even say new Jersey. It doesn't say devils. It just says Jersey. Because, because people from New Jersey never say they're from New Jersey. They say Jersey. That's why it says Jersey. And it's like, this, there, there's so much to say about this Jersey. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. So, and, and there's, there's, it's so funny because this Jersey looks so simplistic and boring and plain, but they put so much symbolism into it. Uh, it's like, where are you getting this from? So there are 21 stripes on this Jersey, white stripes, and, and they represent the 21 New Jersey counties that exist, uh, except for the five thicker ones. They represent the five numbers that the that the uh, franchise has retired. <laughs> the drawstring represents it's at the drawstring of the neck. The drawstring reti- uh, represents uh, and looks like goalie netting to represent Berger, I guess, because that's his 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 input in the jersey. He wanted to have goalie netting. And is I mean, you can't really say they've had fantastic goaltending throughout their entire existence. They've had Berger and they've had others, right? So, Chris Terreri. Uh, Terreri, yeah, I guess. Um, 
Corey Schneider? Schwab. Wait. Corey Schneider. Um, Sean Burke. Sean Burke. Sean of Burke. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Newark Bulldogs, the Rivervale Skeeters, <laughs> and the Jersey Larks, uh, all uh, minor league uh, teams, are referenced as influences. A couple of those teams were around uh, no later than the early 1900s. Uh, and none of them were any good. So, and people in New Jersey are pissed off. It's like, why are you referencing teams that were from a hundred years ago that well, played I, for 25 I, games? It's so What weird. I don't get is I, I just feel like there's too much that you're trying to put into this. You're, oh, well, we've got these stripes and we've got, you know, 21 of them. We got this, we got the drawstring. And it's like, but it's just a Jersey that literally says what it is. Like (laughs) it it doesn't even, it doesn't look all that impressive. And even if it was, it's like, you're trying to incorporate way too much here. Like give us an old Jersey. If you want to incorporate the, let's say the Newark, Newark Bulldogs. Okay. Take their old Jersey and put a devil's logo on it. You know, like if that's the kind of thing you want to do, you don't need to incorporate 10 different things into one Jersey. There are rules you have to abide by too. When you have a third Jersey, you have to wear them. I think it was that you have to wear it for at least 12 to 15 games uh, a season for at least three seasons. So they have this for the next three years for uh, 12 to 15 games a season. Uh, SB Nation's New Jersey, New Jersey Devils site, which is called All About the Jersey, said this, which I think well, I thought was funny. Quote, the best logo in sports is replaced by a word mark that has made many wonder if the hockey pants should say pants on it. A couple things here to, to dissect. The best logo in sports is not the New Jersey Devils logo. It's a fine <laughs> right. logo. It's good. They're it's a not even biased. The, it's not even the top five in the NHL. It's, come on. They're, they're in sports, get the fuck off yourself. Um, and then, <laughs> and then what they said was funny, though, and which has been played to death uh, on social media. Was it the pants to say pants? The, well, the socks to say socks? The- yeah, the Devils even tweeted that, or they put it on Facebook. They had a like, wait until you see all of our apparel coming out. And it was a it was a hat that just said yeah. hat, yeah. a shirt that said shirt. You know what? You and know I was what? like, oh, good. Yeah. At least they're humorous about it. You know what? I that came after the fact. That right. they yeah. they saw the right. the the horrible the negative feedback, the mocking of the jersey on the jersey, and they said, well, we got it. We have to own this, and we're gonna sell yeah. hats to say hat. <laughs> right it, exactly they yeah. tweeted that out later uh, oh yeah coming yeah. soon dot 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 maybe yeah. right hat yeah right if, yeah. if they no, if, if somebody if they... <laughs> somebody tweeted a side-by-side of an aeropostal shirt that was the exact same font and it was like 12 years old so uh, broder yeah. said uh a quote this is a jersey our alumni are envious of that they wished they could have played in back in the day. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who? I don't know. People are being nice to you. You're a Hall of Famer. Well, and like you maybe said, the best goalie ever, right? So it's like they're just they're not gonna tell you you, you fucked up. Uh, yeah, and uh, and you mentioned earlier the the Blackhawks logo. This is the Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> that that's what this is. It, it's not anything new. It, it, at least I would give them credit and be like, oh, well, the striping's different. And, you know, we've never seen this before. Maybe that's cool. But 
It's literally the Blackhawks jersey. There's four more stripes. Ago, there's four more stripes, with... Jeff. It's completely different. Four more stripes. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and there's no bottom stripe. Or, or is there? <laughs> there is. I think there is one bottom there is. stripe. There yeah, is. never mind. If there wasn't, that would yep. be, be an odd look. <laughs> yeah, looking, I'm looking at the PK Subban uh, yeah. modeling of the jersey right now. The the jersey jersey. It's just yeah, the, I actually the New heard Jersey were jersey uh, jersey. <laughs> uh, Jack Hughes was actually going to come out and uh, model it, but then Subban came in and slew footed him and took a spot. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, this I, okay so i hate this jersey i mean uh, obviously because i'm saying uh there's nothing creative about it it's boring it's bland the jersey logo sucks uh the fact that it took three years to create this thing is weird to me that's laughable and how much money was spent over the course of three years maybe going back and forth with brodure a design firm or whatever uh is absurd to me uh, I, I could have made this thing in a, in 15 minutes. Uh, I've made I've designed jerseys before uh, for uh, mock uh, mockups, uh, uh, concept jerseys for the Blues, and uh, and you know I spend a half an hour hour on it just playing tweaking around. But and this it's it's a black it's a black jersey with lines on it. That's it. It looks yeah. and, and I it, it looks like it was yeah. designed or by a guy with with no design sense using a jersey design design software who had no idea how to use the, the jersey design software in the first place. He's like, oh, I don't know how to use this. I'll just, you know, so bad. Yeah. Um, the, the the jersey outrage today has been, like, Twitter's <laughs> been a great place just for that. Um, um, Nasher, the, the guy that hosts the, um, uh, the EA Sports uh, tournaments uh, for, for the league, uh, he tweeted out, uh, something about you know today is proof positive that the NHL really should just go to the guys, uh, all the college kids that are you know throwing out jersey designs instead of going through you know oh. all the channels to come up with these jerseys. You, you see those concept jerseys that some people put out there? They're yeah. fantastic. So they much are. better than what teams come up with. Yeah, that's I I thought that was an absolute great point by him. Yeah, and I, I way overstated what he said, but you know I've said that before. I'm like, cause, and, and and like and, and you've seen this before too, at like NFL football helmets. You'll see these concept football helmets. They look cool, and like, why are they using these? They use this instead, or whatever. You know, it's just like I I don't I don't know. And this goes back to the point they made earlier in the show about who are their target, who are their uh, focus groups that they're using. And who who's on the panel to approve and disapprove and making the judgment call on some of this stuff? It's like you, I, I, this is this is bonkers. Uh, some of this stuff, it's weird to me. Uh, Team Canada, uh, uh. <laughs> their Olympic jerseys revealed, um, and I have questions about this. If you haven't seen this, look up Team Canada's uh, Olympic jerseys uh, for 2022. Um, th- they have a red jersey, a white jersey, and a black jersey. I, is this the first time they've had three jerseys for the Olympics? I mean, I've never seen this before. No, no I think they've, they. They've I, had them before. I, yeah, I'll say I've have seen they? them before. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. The okay. even for the uh, that 2004 World Cup of Hockey when uh, when we were at, went to Columbus for that, they had this god awful mustard yellow version that they wore in a couple of the games and I don't just, that just 
like hmm. where did that come from but <laughs> yeah i think i remember that where did this what this, okay. this doesn't even look like a maple leaf this is like, a, that's that's my thing i i i have zero problems with this jersey except the logo and the logo right. ruins the entire thing it, it right. looks it, like it looks like a, a leaf butt. had sex with the clamshell <laughs> or the, the nbc peacock or yeah and and it's funny because uh online they were saying it looked like a you know the backside of a turkey's asshole if you like, the, the kind of, yeah, yeah i can like, see that yeah that's I what it see is. That. and uh it, it doesn't look like a maple leaf that for some reason they fucked around with the maple leaf uh traditional looking logo and it doesn't look like a maple leaf at all if you had showed me this uh logo this jersey without telling me it was team canada i don't think i would have known it was team canada's jersey because I, I wouldn't have maybe known right away that was a maple leaf. It doesn't look like one. It looks like something else. I don't know what it looks like. I like them. You like them? I'm alone. I'm alone. I, I love I, them I like except em. for the logo. I, I, I like them except right. for the logo. I'm, I, I'm, I'm right there with Kurt. I don't, like, I don't like the logo, but it doesn't ruin it for me. See, I, I, think, I think it still looks fucking fire. I love the red one. I want to get the red one. I like them, but not the, the, the logo hmm. to me. I don't know why they... I don't know why they did that. I don't. That's and that's and that's what everyone. If you're making fun of the jersey, that's what is being made fun of is the logo. And yeah. I, do, I don't get it. And I, I, make... I do get that, but it's just for me. It just it doesn't ruin it for okay. me. I still look at the okay. jersey but, and say, so "That's a we, nice looking jersey." We agree that. I think we all agree. I everything else about it's clean. I like it, except yeah. I, the logo could be better, a lot better. I think. Yeah. I uh, like the the black leaf on the red jersey. I think. That that's cool that they didn't go with a white one. I think a lot of times you'll see white with the white striping. I like the black and red. I think that looks really cool for the Canadian. Team. I wonder if I wonder if they it would have added white to that red and black jersey if it looked better, like a like white like thin striping somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe at, like at the top and bottom of each black stripe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe outlining the black uh, maple leaf. What about uh, diagonal ones across the back so the numbers get smaller and bigger? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, so Team USA revealed their. I that was they revealed theirs yesterday, right? Team Canada, and I think. Uh, uh, yeah, they did yesterday, and today was. I think today was Team USA. USA. Uh, uh, Puck Daddy Wyshynski, uh going back to the New Jersey, New Jersey jersey. I forgot to mention, he loved it. <laughs> He's a Devils fan. Hilarious. He's a fucking yeah. Devils fan. So that his opinion doesn't really can't count, right? I mean, if you're a Devils fan, you can't no. really you're not objective. So uh, that was funny. But, but wait, do our opinions count about the crappy Blues jerseys? Uh, but we hated them. So I think that, that that's that what I'm throws, so that that throws, so that as long as you weight. hate them, it, it counts. Well, you're not being biased. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you I, there's some there's something there to that, right? I mean, if you if you if you're anti a team you love, that should mean that it's really bad <laughs> because you would I just, default like it, right? I don't know. I've disagreed with Wyshynski on a lot of his jersey takes in the past, yeah. so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't think – you know, some people – I've discussed this on the show a lot. Some people just, just ain't got it with uh, design sense. I don't know. I just They don't have mm -hmm. it. I mean, what they say looks good. I'm like, oh, you do not really have it. Um. So your opinion is kind of worthless. Uh, anyway, so Team USA's uh, Olympic <laughs> Team USA's Olympic hockey jerseys were revealed today. I think it was, um, and they're 
They look like long sleeve soccer jerseys to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kurt, I think you you posted the wrong picture for us to look at here. Yeah, I think you posted the uh, the soccer jerseys. You didn't post the <laughs> hockey jerseys. They they are they are long sleeve, um, is what they are, and they do look like soccer jerseys. Um, I, I like them. That's because they are soccer jerseys. You know what? I, I don't. Okay, I've said this online. I don't hate them. But I don't like them either. I just they're kind of like in between for me. They're kind of like meh. I don't know. And the I two the, okay, I have a question about the two blue the two blue ones. There's a white one and there's two blue ones. The blue shade is a little different between the two. And there's a red stripe on one and not on the other. They're very similar. Why are the why why? Why why not make a black one? Why not make a you know Jersey what I mean? Sales. But they're two blue I, ones. What what what's I don't why, know. why have two ones so close together? Yeah. I don't know. That's I like the overall design, but yeah, that having two different shades of uh, two different dark shades of blue. That's weird. Like, maybe you go with a powder blue. Yeah, maybe. You know, the blues vintage blue. Or red. Red, white, and blue. Go a red one. Right. How, 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 that seems like a no-brainer. I just yeah, – uh, the well, commercialization of, of Olympic jerseys is what's driving me crazy because at the end of the day – we all know what Canada should be. They've had a beautiful jersey for years and years, but it just keeps getting altered. Same thing with the USA. The 1980 jerseys, even a couple years ago when Ryan Miller was on the team, they've had some great jerseys in the past, but they just have to change it every year to get some more t- to get some more jersey sales. And I hate it. I, I don't like these at all. Uh, Bill, I, I see why you like them, but... <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I'm a not a fan, fan at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I don't, and again, I don't hate them. I don't, I don't hate Canada's either. I like Canada's uh, setup. I just don't like the logo at all. It makes me like, why do you, I mean, you, you, you got to the, you fumbled the one yard line. <laughs> the logo was already made. You already had the logo. It was done. And you just, you had a seat, a nice, clean, simple jersey. And you changed the logo. Why? Um, and then I, I really want to see USA's jerseys with the pants, socks, and gloves. And I want to see it all because that could make a difference for me. We're, we're looking at that. I don't think they've released that photo yet. Uh, can, Team Canada no, did. they haven't. They released theirs. Uh, USA, we haven't seen the yeah. pants or the socks. So that makes uh, that does make a difference. And uh, I don't like the lack of a stripe at the bottom. <sighs> yeah. But uh, I, I like the stripes at the bottom. I, I think too many, jer- too many times... Very rarely does a jersey work in the in hockey without a stripe at the bottom. I mean, you, you, I just it looks better. I don't know. You're 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 treading into world of hockey territory when you when you go no stripes at the bottom. I don't know. We'll see. Or soccer even. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like the design. It, it does look like a soccer jersey, and and it's not uh, a knock on soccer. I respect soccer, but you know, like when uh, the the Dallas Stars did their Cowboys style jerseys about 15 years ago i hated those because those are football jerseys they're not hockey jerseys i like my hockey jerseys to look like hockey jerseys right so i'm just just not a fan of the look and and like i said maybe once they get the pants and the socks i see them on the ice okay these aren't these aren't too bad but uh they're they're clean you know what at least they're not but ugly they're just i think they're kind of they're kind of meh to me I guess they. I guess that's. I, I should be. I should be thankful. They're not like some kind of splattered uh, late '90s uh, <laughs> ugly uh, uh, gradient shades and everything going on. That could be. That'd be worse. That's true. 
So, well, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate them. I don't, I just don't love them. I just, I wanted to love them, you know, and I just don't. So I, they're, but Bill likes them. So you going to get one, Bill? I, I might. I'm, I, I very and well might to a, get one of those. Where to a STL uh, FC game? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> God, I still uh, can't believe they haven't dropped a kit before Christmas. I know. God, they weird. would make yeah. so much money. That's weird. Yeah, they would. They would. Uh, let's so we got a couple comments we want to get to here talking about the jerseys. Uh, Derek says hockey is a weird market where ugly jerseys that are only used for one season are cherished for their rarity. Kind of true. Uh, he also adds the numbering looks great on the Canadian jerseys. Uh, it's kind of like the 2016 logo taking a step further, which I think that is what they were trying to do. They tried to take their, their old logo and like 3d it, but it was just, a little too much for me. That 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 point in between the three leaves, it kills it. I mean, it's it's just a subtle thing, you know. For me, it just it's just yeah. It's just it just makes it not a three leaf to me. It makes it more like a, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It, it, I, I, the designer in me is like, is like throwing up red flags and wants to like comment on this in a in a critique meeting so bad. But uh, uh, wasn't Matt that. Harris adds, I don't like the Canadian jerseys for what they're supposed to be, the jersey for the Canadian team. That being said, I like the black one. So I think he's kind of saying what you said, Kurt, that you like the jersey in terms of it's a cool-looking jersey, just yeah. not for an Olympic team. I, I like I like everything about it except for the logo. I, I like the stripes. I like the, simple, the simplicity of it. It's clean. It's classic. I like it. Um, I just, the logo just uh, loses me for Team Canada. Uh, Derek, I'm sorry, actually. Well, Derek says it looked like the USA jerseys were signed by a soccer fan. Uh, <laughs> Matt Harris, which I have not seen this. I'm going to have to look now. He says the Finland jerseys, though, and he gives us the the, the cool sign. Uh, I have not seen the Finland jerseys. Have you guys? Uh, I did no. see it. I, I, I did see something earlier. I'm Say, trying to find them right now. I'm looking them up. Um, Images. <clears throat> Finland. Finland. Are they? Oh, okay. Here we go. Finland. Is you that the, the uh, lion? Finland song. Oh, if you say yo. it like that, Kurt. It's a very. I know. <laughs> it's a very detailed uh, uh, lion uh, with a sword. Is that? That's not their flag, is it? Their flag. Their flag. Yeah, it is their flag. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. What was their what was their jersey oh, before? Oh yeah, I do like those. Those are nice. Um, a lot of them just said um, "Suomi" across the front. Oh, this is yeah. Bad. Most people say "Swami." This is bad. But yeah, those those are sweet. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, those are nice. Swami, Swam, Swan, Swanson, Samsonite. Was I way was off. way off. <laughs> <laughs> what did did Sweden go with the three crowns again? They always do. Trey Cronar. Uh, let's see. Sweden. Yeah, they did. Yep. They went classic. Yellow jersey, uh, blue, three blue crowns. Same old, same old. Looks like. I mean, I respect that. You know yeah, who you're looking at just by just by uh, <laughs> big oh, yellow <yeah>. jerseys. <laughs> who you play? No, yellow playing Sweden. 
Um, any more comments we got? The Finland jerseys. Uh, Nike's pushing a more modern look, says Derek. Um, I, with USA jerseys, I get, okay, yeah, I buy that. But uh, Canada, that's pretty classic looking, except for the logo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think but, Jordan Bennington makes that team. I think I'm getting a Bennington red uh, Canadian jersey. Are you going to, like, call out the folks that uh, mocked you for saying that uh, Bennington was going to make the Canada team? Team Canada? Um, so, social media? Um, yeah, what else am I supposed to do? I'm just saying because <laughs> that was like that was like mocked pretty good. I'm like I, I I'm waiting for Bennington to to make the team, and then you need to go. He's off gonna on be. I mean, unless he just implodes or has a bad injury, knock on wood. Yeah, there's no way he doesn't make that roster at least as the third goalie. I he, mean, come on, he's gonna he be might, on there. He might be the number one. So I mean, it's just... I th- I think he will be. Yeah, I I think though I think at this point in the season we're like yeah Bennington should be the Canadian goalie, but then as we get to the you know closer to the reality of the fact that they have to travel to fucking China, and it's gonna fuck up all of his you know all of his routines and everything we're like yeah maybe Armstrong should uh, not select him. What you yeah. do what you do is you just start Huso the first two games after the Olympics and just give Bennington a time off. Yeah. That's what yeah, you if you can call up Hofer, maybe yeah. you just even let let Hofer back up. Huso's been good. Yeah. Huso's been good. I no, I I am I am no, I am I have transitioned into a, a confident in Huso guy. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, he's 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 definitely not been in. You know, he wasn't at fault in the loss tonight, and nope. you know, I I totally think that you know he's he has figured out uh, how to be an effective backup at this point in the NHL, uh, and I think Hofer, you know, I, the guy's got the size to uh, to be an effective backup, uh, an effective second backup at the NHL level. So I'm there, but my, I don't know. I, my com- my comment my my uh, perspective on Huso came a lot quicker than I thought it would. Um, I was mm-hmm. thinking it would probably take like 10 games or more of a good play before I was like fully confident because, you know, last season was pretty rough for him uh, except for the last few games. Uh, but right. it did, didn't take long. Right? He, just, just, yeah. Yeah. He picked up right where he left off and mm-hmm. got a shutout right out of right off the bat. And, then a lot of one yeah. goal. Yeah. yeah. So, right. He, he looks like he's playing confident. He's on four you know? goals in and three again, games. Yeah. You can't fault him for tonight. No, no, not at all. I thought he played well. Uh, is there any more comments we got? Um, let's see. Oh, do you, hey, did you guys watch uh, Fitch yet? Have you seen it with Tom Hanks? Not yet. No. Featuring no. the, uh, the Blues yet. jersey that he wears. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I'm. I've got some uh, a little bit of time off over the next uh, few days, so it, I'm 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 going to try to sneak that one in. I, I would say, it's on the um, list. oh yeah, I watched it. Um, I would say it's it's not a great movie, but I liked it a lot. Um, it was entertaining. Good. I enjoyed it. Um, well worth the watch. I think um, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Apple it'll win TV, any awards. So I'll watch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's set in the future, so does he say anything like, "Man, I was so happy when the Blues won the 2029 Cup"? Anything uh, like that? No, nothing like that. <laughs> Doesn't reference the Blues at all, but it just has the jersey I on. Know. And, uh, yeah, it it's it it starts off in St. Louis. That's why the jersey's there. So he's from St. Louis, right? Mm. 
Um, cool. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Any other chats? Any? Uh, I didn't check the Facebook chat. Anything in there? No, nothing, nothing over there. And uh, just a couple more here. But let's, between Huso, Hofer, and Ellis, which goalie leaves the organization first? It's a good question. I think it's going to be Huso personally. Leaves? Proud. Nah, probably. Well, what's the contract and... situation look like? Let's see. Well, it also depends on, um, you know, if there's a trade partner for one of those guys, too. Well, Huso yeah. is due for a new contract next year. This is last year of a contract. Hofer is in a contract for two more years. And uh, Ellis is uh, three more years. So Huso's contract is up first. If he plays well this year, he resigns, right? He's got to. Oh, my God. Johnny Quick just made a diving stick save. And, uh, yeah, uh, the uh, one of his teammates ended up kicking the puck in after he made the save. I don't think I. What's the yeah, score? This, this game got away six from to one. the Kings. Okay, I'm ahead of oh you. My uh, it's, already, it's already six to one. Oh, good lord, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, well, Amazing that's what they save. get for wearing those fucking buckets. Oh my god, yep. those are awful. I agree. You know what? They're awful, but which is worse, theirs or Vegas's gold ones? Uh, these because they're a response to Vegas. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good angle. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> that's that is because they're copying. That's a really good point. Okay, so they're copying what looked awful. If they had both came into the league at the exact same time, I'm saying Vegas is worse because it's more gaudy. I think Vegas is worse. But the, the goal but yeah, is worse once you fact once you factor in the fact they copied Vegas, yeah, LA needs to be right. slapped for that. Yep. Right, I uh, I was really kind of looking. F- right, I I was kind of looking forward to this this game. Right, it's the Leafs versus the Kings, and these jerseys. You know, this really harkens back to '93 and that great Campbell Cup final or Campbell Conference final. Except yeah. for those fucking buckets, those are <laughs> yeah. those are a disgrace. Why? I- uh, you know the teams better not start doing this. <laughs> if the Blues do some kind of blue chromium thing, a blue chrome helmet. Yeah. Or, oh God! Oh, come on! God no! Just don't. It's like it's like futuristic. Uh, like if there were to be a new sport, like like uh, murder hockey or something, it's like 2050. Right. It's, it's American Gladiators <laughs> hockey. <laughs> right, right. I, can I feel see like that. I feel like I'm watching a, a hockey in the future. It's an 80s movie about hockey in the future, and they're one of these kinds of helmets. Right. <laughs> With the it's, Drax uh, technology it's... slashers. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, my God. It's, so it's, uh, it's that, uh, the, the hockey scene from Total Recall, right? Sub-Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just stop, guys. And, and again, again, who is their, who are their focus groups? Who's making these decisions? No one likes this stuff. Do they? I mean, I eh, so. well... It, it's Dude, LA. There was probably Coke involved. Well, but ah. I mean, people that like it, it's got to be the extreme minority. Don't they realize this? Why would you do this? We had the same discussion about the Blues reverse retros. Yeah. I, it I was the get... vocal minority that, that made the Blues think that, oh, people love our old jerseys. No, most people don't. I, I don't even think they they knew that. I don't, I don't even think they thought that. I, I think they knew it. That's why they only made... So many of them. They didn't make very many because they, kn- they knew they weren't going to sell a ton. They sold out of what they made. I don't know. Anyway, we done? 
<laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, I think, I so. think we're done. I think we're done. Uh, uh, so yeah, don't uh, don't forget what Bill said. Uh, Bill and Kurt will be up at um, Bourbon Bourbon uh, Bourbon County. Where's that at, boys? <laughs> Global Brew uh, in Bill, Illinois. Yeah, on uh, Black Friday. I don't know afternoon. Uh, early afternoon, we'll be up there. Uh, the Bourbon County release day is Black Friday, so I'll have it on tap. Probably a few different versions, um, different years. Maybe. Always good stuff. If yeah. you've never had it, yeah. it's, it's pricey I'm, when I'm you see it in stores. For the worth it. variant this year. What's Both that? They have the plant, the Blantons, uh, aged in Blanton barrels. Um, if, if they've got that, that's I'm gonna stick with that all day. You going to Fire Talk in the morning or somewhere else, Snooks or where? Uh, no, um, I, I have plans, I'm not gonna share them on, on a podcast <laughs> or on social media. Um, I it's have a an secret. angle, it's a secret. All right, yeah, cool. you can tell me later. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'll, I, I know I mentioned uh, going to the game on Saturday, I'm, I've got tickets against the Blue Jackets. And a couple uh, couple listeners of the show said, oh, I'll be there too. And I think Matt Harris said it's, it's his first game he'll ever go to. Or yeah. I can't remember if it was Matt or not. But, yeah, if you guys want to meet up, uh, you know, hit me up on social media. I'd love to meet up with some of you and, you know, get to uh, get to put some, some, uh, some faces with the names. Right on. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockin'thatidlife.com for more information. That's rockin'thatidlife.com and get 10% off by texting Dustin at 636-393-8745. That's 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey-themed brewery. Visit centericebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or to make a reservation in their tap room located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis. It's one of the best places, if not the best place, to watch a blues game. That's centericebrewery.com. Please drink responsibly. That'll wrap up episode 11 of season 10 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, happy Thanksgiving, and let's go Blues. Happy Turkey Day. Let's go Blues. Your name's Needle Dick. Let's go Blues. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're up and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.